Welcome to your financial takeaway podcast with your hosts, Cedric and Sophia, a space where we talk all things financial to help you think bigger, make bolder financial decisions, and to develop better financial management skills. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of your financial takeaway with your host, Cedric West. And And I am Sophia. Yes, thank you. So, Sophia, today's topic we're just going to talk about is choosing a nonprofit board to join. Yeah, it's important to, before you join a board, uh, you want to make sure that the nonprofit board that you are considering is right for you. Mm-hmm. And in order to determine that, there are a few questions that you should ask yourself. Okay. Take a step back analyze before you make that decision so sometimes as you are growing in your professional career you may have others that have nonprofit organization that approach you to join it or your organization or the, the job that you're working for may recommend maybe they want a presence maybe it's something that they want to be able to give a presence in the community showing that they're volunteering so they may have asked you to find a board that you know will work for the organization or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is you're looking to join a board but okay. before you make that leap it's good to answer and consider asking yourself these questions okay and before we go into into the questions do you think joining the board is a good way to develop let's say your leadership skills or to build your network what do you think I think it's an awesome, awesome, awesome way to do that because you get that hands-on experience. You get to work with others. You're looking at a vision and mission Mm -hmm. of the organization you're trying to push forward. So if you're passionate about what that organization stand for is looking to do, then it's an awesome way you can easily develop that networking skill that you talk about. You can easily develop the leadership um, skills because you're in that position of leadership. I want to spend my time with. Absolutely. Because let's, let's be real. You're not getting paid for this. This is a volunteering mm-hmm. Act, right you're volunteering your time your resources so you want to make sure that it aligns with your passion mm-hmm. because then you you will want to get up and do the work you will want to help with the mission help bring the nonprofit forward right with its mission and vision so absolutely you should understand what type of nonprofit what their purpose is understand the mission and the vision and mm-hmm. see if it aligns with you what the cause is. Does it align with your purpose? Is that something you're passionate about? Because that is a deciding factor. That's the main question you should... If you ask yourself nothing else, are you passionate about this cause? Yeah, I agree because that is the driver in which the nonprofit that you're going to choose. Just say, yeah. for example, you know, I have, you know, we have two children. Yeah. And I tend to lean towards nonprofit that deals with children because yeah. that's where one of my passion lies. Yeah. And um and I think when when we end up deciding fact of which board that I want to be a part of and to help volunteer and be a, a good Samaritan in my community, then choosing that passion yeah. with the nonprofit is key. For me, right now, yes, I love kids board. We're always looking to donate any type of time resources that we can to kids boys but 
Also, right now, what I'm currently actively involved is in a workforce board. And I chose that board because it speaks to me. The struggle I had in the beginning, understanding the resources that were in my area when it comes to, you know, finding a career path for myself, I felt like I would be able to make a better impact on that because as I'm going through my journey, my journey to becoming a certified public accountant, understanding resources that were out there, I didn't understand what was out there. So I felt like joining a nonprofit workforce board helped me now to be able to help youth connect to the resources that we have locally available so they can help them you know, on their journey to finding the career path that works for them. So it really, you need to align your passion with the cause. Okay, great. That's the biggest driver. Yep, I do agree. So- and then, yeah, we want to talk about what, what, what do we, after we understand the cause, then what's next? What, what else do we need to assess? Yeah, after you ask yourself, what, what's my cause? Then the next question I think that you should ask is, what skills do I, do I have? Mm-hmm. And then what skills do I want to develop? And then you can make a list of the skills that you currently have. I'm a certified public accountant. Mm-hmm. I love finance. Uh, I have analytical skills. I have um, skills when it comes to looking at data and how to interpret it. Mm-hmm. So I can utilize that skills, mm-hmm. for example, when on the boards that I'm a part of now. Mm-hmm. And I could be a treasurer. Mm-hmm. I could help develop a budget for the agency. Mm-hmm. I could help develop... Uh, a financial strategy. Mm-hmm. Those are my skills. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have the passion. Mm-hmm. And now you have to think about what skills that you offer and how that could help uh, um, grow that nonprofit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then in the same token, you have the opportunity to develop other areas that you mentioned, right? Yeah. So you have this, the finance skills that you can you can join the board and you'll bring that financial background, that skill set, that professional skill set. Now, what about personal? You may have a different personal skill set mm-hmm. that you want to bring. You may have, um, when you look at your net worth, you realize you know a lot of people, you're well-connected in the community, so you can bring that, right? You may have good fundraising skills that you, you can also bring to the table, and yeah. then you can help on the fundraising committee. Or, let's say, if it's something else that you want to develop, you have a fair a good understanding that you are actually could bring an asset or be an asset to that particular subcommittee or committee mm-hmm. but as this at the same time you can develop that skill right so you may be on the board on a specific commute uh committee mm-hmm. i get tongue-tied committee but guess what you are helping the chair of that committee bring forward the mission and the vision, right? Mm-hmm. While you are developing your personal skill as well, right? So I wouldn't recommend if you're not, you're highly skilled in an area to be that chair of the committee. But if it's a skill that you generally want to develop, you can join a smaller committee on the big nonprofit board because mm-hmm. you have the board as a whole. And then on the board, you also have small committees that you can join. You have various committees that you can join and then enhance whatever skill that you need. So to me, it becomes like a win-win situation. Yeah. And I could definitely understand where 
for your thought process. Yeah. Because it's a win-win for the nonprofit mm -hmm. and the community because you're helping the community. You're volunteering your time. Yeah. Then it's a win-win for you because, number one, the skills in which you're proficient in, mm -hmm. you can continue to hone those skills. Yes. And then the other skills in which you want to develop, yeah. you could develop those skills wow. while you're um, being, being a part of the board. Yep. Now, that brings us to our next question mm -hmm. as far as you got the passion, you went through your skills, the skills in which you're proficient in, and also the skills in which you want to hone. Mm -hmm. Now, the next question you should ask yourself, do I want to be hands-on or mm -hmm. do I want to take more of a, of a strategic approach? Yeah. And I, that's very important because that that ties in your, your availability. How much time that you can devote to this nonprofit yeah. determines if you, want, if you want to be hands-on or if you have the time to be hands-on versus more of a strategic approach. And that comes from the type of board that you join. You have to understand what type of board you're joining. Mm -hmm. Is that board looking for you to be more hands-on and more understanding the operations? Or you, because you have some boards that's focused more on the operational things, right? And you have some boards, they're fairly strong. They have enough workers. Their workers are very skilled. It's because, you know, some boards, they operate just on volunteers. And some mm -hmm. of the volunteers are really not the best at what they do. They're just helping out, mm -hmm. right? But then Correct. you have some boards that they truly have the experts that they need to run the organization day to day. Yes. So as a board member, you will be focused more on the strategic side of things. It's strategic and governance. That's where you focus on. So it's important to understand the type of board. Are they looking for more hands-on or are they looking for more strategic governance? Different, it, they're two different things. You want mm -hmm. to find out where the board is and what are they looking for. And then, as you mentioned, you segment into time. Do you have the time, the commitment that they're asking? Do you have that time to devote? What are they asking? Are, do they want you to meet once a month, twice a month? You know, you have to consider that. And, and yeah. also consider committees. Yeah, that's true because if you think about it, you could you could find you you could place yourself in a situation where just say you join a multiple boards mm -hmm. and you're not realizing how much time it really takes yeah. for you to be a part of this board. Yep. Yes, you may meet once a month, but there may that's be other board activities. Meeting. Yes. Um that's that that's within that month that you are you may be required to yep. to attend, depends on the the nonprofit that you join. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, th those are additional activities and, and items that you need to think about as far as how much time do I have to devote to joining this board. Yeah. commitment. So want to make sure you understand. You want to break down the overall board meeting time as well as the committee's time. You want to look at any other volunteer activities and then understand them, put that into your schedule. Is that limits your time availability that you have right yeah um another thing to consider location not just time but understanding do you need to drive there all the time yeah you have some boards that are are they are they understand the time they understand the busy schedule of others so they may meet virtually so it's it's important to ask that because if you have a board meeting and it is two hours away or an hour and a half away. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot that's of time. That's two, three hours of drive time. time in addition to the time to the you're there. You so, yeah. want to consider time and location is key. Yeah. And 
And you, and you can think about it this way as well. If your board, you say, for example, if the last Wednesday of every month the board meets and it's at 4 o'clock, and if that's close to your place of work, then that may work for you. Mm-hmm. Or if it's later in the evening where it's closer to your home, then that may work for you when it comes to lo- the location. So it's, it's really thinking about the strategic, with being strategic as far as the location and the time that you have to offer because as you mentioned earlier, Sophia, if it's going to take me two hours to travel to this board meeting, then my excitement of being a part of this board is going to dwindle each month because it's going to become more, more of a, of a burden, burden because I'm thinking about I have to drive two hours here. Spend an hour and a half of my time yep. in the meeting. And then I have to drive two hours yep. back home. So so, so that's a lot of variables that, that you have to think about when it comes to joining the board as well. You're right. So you talked about time. Sometimes it's not only time. Sometimes it's money. Do I need to make, am I required to make a minimum contribution financially to join this board? You have some boards that... To be able to join, your minimum commitment could be five hundred, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. Ask the questions. Yeah. And don't be afraid to talk money. You need to know what type of financial contribution commitment this board expects me to make. Yeah. And to be frank, that's that's expected from nonprofits because if you're on the, on the board of that nonprofit, mm-hmm. they're expecting you to. To give some sort of financial com- contribution. contribution, whether it's from uh, your pockets or yeah. is it through the form of fundraising. Exactly. So, so definitely don't skip out on that question because that's a very important, very important. question. Because you don't want to be a part of the board. And then a few months <laughs> down the road, they ask for, hey, here's your required payment of $2,000 for being wait, a part of ho- the board. Ho- and take a step back like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Where we did that this, this discussion. <laughs> that's why you need to have... And ask these questions yeah. prior to saying yes to the board. Yeah, so let's do a quick recap. Before you join a board, it's great to join a board. I wouldn't say kudos. If you feel that urge, you feel that nudge, something that, you know, is pulling at you and said, hey, this is your time, join a board, help to bring the mission and the vision forward. Make sure you think about the cause. Make sure you think about your skill that, you, that you're that you trying to offer. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you understand what type of board. Is this going to be more of a hands-on, a governance? Understand your commitment, time, and money. And another thing, where are you going to find a board? <laughs> where can you look? You know, some people I've seen, I've had colleagues that ask, I want to join a board, but how do I find a board? The best way is to look look within your network. Yeah. Ask your colleagues, ask your co-workers, mm-hmm. hey, are you part of the board? Do you know any nonprofits yeah. that's looking for board members? Yep. Start, always start, start within your circle. Yeah, start within your circle because you may be surprised of, of, of who's on the board. Yeah. And that could be a great way for you to be introduced to, to the nonprofit sector and, yeah. and be a part of the board as well. Um, and then if you are used to volunteering mm-hmm. or if you know of certain nonprofit that's in the area, you could call up that nonprofit to say, "Hey, do you have space available for for board members? If not, do you know any other nonprofits who are looking for yeah. board members as well?" And I, I think mm-hmm. that's a great point to make, Cedric. And, and add to that, you may call that nonprofit, and they may not be looking for a board member right now. But you know what? I recommend 
go to those board meetings. It could be a cause that you are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Go to the board meeting. You may be able to learn something because as you're looking and waiting for a particular board that that actually align with your purpose, you can actually be you can learn about how board meetings are held. Like understand mm-hmm. the structure. You can understand the the, the culture of boards so that once you join that board you you can adapt a lot lot easier um in in another place you could look if you are working for an employer you may want to look to see the types of charities that they're donating to yeah. and if they're donating to certain charities if it's a cause that you that speaks to you you may want to look at those those actual organization and see if it's a chance for you to join the board mm-hmm. because then that at that point the employer may that's an incentive to you too to work there you may you may get a raise yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know you know so many different ways in which you can be valuable and make it a win-win situation. Yeah, and lastly, you could Google. Google nonprofits who are looking for a board. They have a lot of resources and yeah. tools and organizations who help nonprofits look for board members. Yes, you have different uh, work, not workforce, but um, it's it's like, what's the best way to say it? When you're looking, for, when you're, it's like a recruiting agency. Yeah, type of, for nonprofits. For nonprofits, yeah. They help, they help with, understanding your needs um, and they can help align you you can articulate what you're looking for and yeah. they can help align you with organizations that uh, that you're looking for so it's a great way to look for agency that help place candidates yeah into the right nonprofit because yeah. in that way it, it cuts down your search <laughs> yep and to speak on that I did use one of those services before. yeah you did and the same questions that we talked about earlier about mm-hmm. our passion, mm-hmm. about the type of skills that uh, I have to offer, um, and speaking about the being hands-on or being mm-hmm. strategic or how much time and location. When, when I had the, the interview with that organization who find board members for nonprofits, we went over these exact same questions. And that way... They were able to find a nonprofit for me that reduces that reduced my time to search for a nonprofit, and then that way I had I had I had a better leeway of joining a board of a nonprofit that already aligns with my passion. Yeah. So that's that's all I have. Do you have anything else that you want to share? Nope. Only thing I, I want to share is definitely I encourage. Um, if you have the time or if you have the skills or if you have the availability, please take the time to join a board. Yes. It's very important yes, to yes. the community. You, you you don't know how much of an impact that you're making in your community until you go out there and you see the individuals or the cause uh, for, for the nonprofits that you're joining and you see the impact that they have on the community. And it brings and, that sense of, that sense of, you know, a couple. You know, sometimes with that purpose, your life purpose, what you're doing, it, it just brings it home. It's not always about working and collecting money. <laughs> you know, sometimes giving your time and connecting to a cost will bring that fulfillment too. Especially if you're in a career that you don't feel fulfilling, volunteering your time at a nonprofit can bring mm-hmm. that side that you feel like you're missing yeah i definitely agree with that 
Um, so join a board. Yes. Google, ask your colleagues, ask your employers. Join a board because it's, as Sophia mentioned, is that it's, it's, it's bringing that, that true value of what you have to offer to the community. Trust me. You will be more than, um, you'll be glad that you did it. Yes, it will. Well, that's all we have. We we are really appreciative of you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, as you can tell, we're very passionate about what we do. Visit our website. Um, you'll learn more and more about us. We'll bring you more content that are relevant and practical for you to be able to apply. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Your Financial Takeaway with Cedric and Sophia. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button for notification of future show postings. Have a financial question or want to be featured on our show? Email us at info at cswestcpas.com. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Simply search for CSWestCPAS.com.